Amen. Well, it's time for the word. And what I've tried to do since the beginning of the year, particularly, is to bring you a word in season. In other words, I'm not just preaching the word of God, but I believe this is the word that God wants us to receive in this time and season. This time and season, I can promise you, in certainly in my entire lifestyle, lifetime, is a time and a season which is different to the norm. And it's pointing to the end of a dispensation. And do you know Jesus taught the parable of the ten virgins? What he was trying to tell us is that we have to be prepared because the bridegroom in this parable, he said, came at midnight. And some of the virgins were not prepared for him, some were. And this is a time and a season where there's a call on the church to prepare herself for the bridegroom's return. And so I've been waiting on God and trusting God to bring you a word which will do just that for you, a word which will direct you to prepare yourself for the return of the Lord, which I believe is not too far down the road. No one knows exactly when because Jesus said that. Only the Father knows the time. But we, don't, we certainly don't have another 500 years to go because if you look at the signs of what's going on in the world, it's all pointing to what Jesus spoke about concerning his return to his disciples. <clears throat> so today I'm going to be talking to you about intimacy with the Father. Because I believe God wants a church right now to put a high level of importance to develop an intimate relationship with the Father. As we get closer and closer to the end of this dispensation, it is crucial that we develop faith. And we, we preached about this, faith to move mountains. Then we waited on God for a theme for this year's closer walk, greater encounters. And the past two weeks, Pastor Jean-Michel has been preaching along those lines. And today, the next step is to go into a deeper level of intimacy with God in this time and season. It's very, very, very important for the church out there. So I'm going to start by reading a scripture which is found in the book of Psalms 91 verse 1. This is what it says. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. How many of you know that God wants to be intimate with you? Amen. The secret place of the Most High that this scripture is talking about is the place of intimacy with God. It is the king's chambers, so to speak, where God and man can experience intimacy. Amen? The secret place of God, the place of intimacy. God does not desire his people to have moments of intimacy with him here and there. No. He wants us to rather abide in an ongoing, continuous, intimate relationship with him. 
the place of intimacy is actually the place of knowing someone. You know, when you don't know someone until you get to this closeness with this person, right? It's the same with God. Unless you have an intimate relationship with God, you will not get to know him. You'll get to know about him, but you'll never really get to know God. And God wants you to know him. Why? Because it's that place of knowing God intimately where he's able to touch you in, a, in an amazing way. Touch your life, touch your family, touch your finances, your health, all of these things. Do you know in the Old Testament, when a man got to be sexually intimate with his wife, the Bible describes it as the man knowing his wife. Knowing his wife. Amen. Whenever you read that in the Old Testament, we say, and this man knew his wife, it's always talking of a sexual intimacy. So the knowing is the ultimate place of an intimate knowledge of a person. You get to know them, it's the ultimate place of, you can truly say, I know this person because you know them intimately. Now, Every one of us should have a secret place of intimacy with God. You need to have this. It is not just, I remember through the years, people have said all kinds of things about spending time with God. I remember people saying, no, I, can't, I can't really spend time with God. I get in my car, I put a tape on, that's my spending time with God. Well, it is, but it's not. It's very superficial. While you're driving your car, you know what? There's distractions around you. There's traffic. There's having to observe the lights and the, 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 the traffic lights and people cutting you off and this and that is happening. You can't have an intimate time with God just by driving your car. I'm not saying you can't put a, a, a CD or whatever in your car and listen to lovely Christian music. That is wonderful. But that will never get you to the place of intimacy. And you know what? Many Christians are not able to trust God with their lives, with their difficulty, with their challenges, because they don't have a secret place experience with him. When you have a secret place experience with him, it changes your entire life. It changes even your level of trust in God. It changes your level of peace, your level of joy. It changes so many things in your life. Why? Because you get to know God for who he is the loving Father, the eternal Father, the one who knows you and loves you intimately. So the secret place of a Most High is the place where trust is built in our hearts for our God, where we can trust Him. If you don't have a secret place, an intimate relationship with God, you'll never really be able to trust God in times of challenge. So the secret place is not necessarily a physical place, but it is a place, an environment, an atmosphere where we can be intimate with God. That's the key, is to be close to the Lord, the closeness, intimate closeness with God. Let me give you an example. Moses, he had that place. It was called the tent of meeting. And Moses even though Moses was one of his men, was always in touch with the Lord, but he still went in the tent of meeting, 
regularly to meet with God one on one. Bible says, as a friend to a friend, face to face with God. Joshua, as a young man, he was one of the uh, disciples of Moses. You know what? He spent time, in fact, most of his time, even as a young man, in the tent of meeting. And you know what? God used him. Moses never got the people into the promised land, but Joshua did. God used him to take the people of Israel into their promised land and to conquer the Canaanites and all the other ites that were occupying the land that God wanted for his people. You see, the place of intimacy is so important. You want to experience greater, uh, you know, as we say, closer world, greater encounters. You want to have a great, greater encounters with God. Then you've got to have a place of intimacy, a place where you meet with a living God and the living God meets with you and speaks into your life and anoints you and empowers you. And in this time and season, there's no better moment that I've known in all the years I've been posturing. There's no better moment than, than to build this intimacy with God right now. Very crucial. So Moses went into the tent of meeting. He met regularly with God. And God spoke to him and he spoke to God. Wouldn't you like that? God speaking to you. Often as pastors, we have people saying, I can't hear the voice of God. I'm not sure what God is saying. This and that. They come for advice, counsel, and prayer and all of this. But you know what? God, exp God wants you to hear his voice for yourself. But when your mind is cluttered with a million things and you are in the turbulence of his life, it's difficult to hear the voice of God. But in the secret place, in the secret place of the Most High, that special moment that you make us put aside to spend with God and God with you, that is the place where you will hear his voice. It is the place where you are alone with God and God with you. You see, if we look at Jesus, who is our example, he regularly separated himself from the crowds and from his disciples, and he got into the secret place of God regularly. Jesus did that. There he fellowship with his father at an intimate level, often on a mountain, removed from the crowds. You see, the secret place of God is a place of deep conversation with God. I want that. I don't know about you. Is to hear God conversing with the Lord. Abraham, Moses, Ezekiel, all of these great men of God, David, they conversed with God. That's the place of prayer where you get into. Bible says we ought to come boldly where? To the throne of grace. But you know what? That throne of grace, you're able to access it in your, in your secret place, in that place of intimacy with God. It is a place where God shares his secrets with you. It is a place of revelation of who God is. It is a place where the Spirit of God gives direction for your life. It is a place where we get to know God in a way that we cannot experience anywhere else. I remember many years ago when I was still working in the bank. On weekends, once a month, on a Saturday, I'll take an armchair, a folding chair. I'll take a, cup, a, a flask of coffee, uh, some, some uh, sandwiches. And I'll go find a place in a park somewhere, away from everybody. And I used to sit there 
the whole morning from 8 in the morning till about 1 in the afternoon. And I remember in those days, whenever I did this, I had such an encounter with God. Believe it or not, in those days I used to go to ESCOM. ESCOM had the gate wide open, not the main gate. There was another one further down. And if you drove down there, there was nobody checking who drove in. It was quite interesting. And then you get to almost like a little river right down the bottom of the property. I used to go there and sit there and pray and listen to the Lord. And God ministered to me so much in those days. So it's a place, that in, a place, a secret place, place of intimacy. We get to know God in a way that we cannot experience anywhere else. In fact, to be quite honest with you, outside of a secret place, we cannot have a deep, intimate relationship with God. You and I need that time where we separate ourselves from the world, from all the hustle and bustle and the noises and the things that occupy our minds and our thoughts to just be in touch with our God and let him speak into our lives. So in this time and season, it is absolutely crucial that every Christian should cultivate Cultivate a place of intimacy with God. We cannot relate to anyone at a deep level unless we get to know that person closely, intimately. God is not looking for those who will have a superficial relationship with him. He loves you. Whether you have an intimate relationship or not, he still loves you. He's not looking for those who know about him. But do not know him. He's not looking for these. He's looking for those who will have a deep cry for him, who are not satisfied with a hello God here, hello God there. No, he's looking for one who wants and desires intimate fellowship with him. There's nothing superficial about our God. He's a deep God and he desires deep relationships with us, his people. Do you know that our I don't believe any of us really get to understand how deep is the love of God for us. Because if we did, we would respond in a much more deep way, if I can put it this way, to our God. God wants to be deeply and closely involved with us in every aspect of our lives. You know, when he made Adam and Eve, he walked in the garden with them. He had a close, intimate relationship with them. He was with them all the time. He fellowshiped with them. He, he, he walked the, in the garden with them. And then he clothed them with his glory continuously, which is a manifestation of his presence. The secret place of the Most High is the place where God will clothe you with his manifest presence. You know, often we pray, God, pour your glory upon us. Of course, God will pour his glory on you because that's what he wants. That's what he did with Adam and Eve until they sinned. The glory departed because they turned their backs on God. But when you come back to the place of intimacy, the, the secret place of God, God will pour his glory back on you, as he said and did with Adam and Eve in the garden. You see, that secret place, that place of intimacy, is a place of spiritual replenishment. It's a place of ultimate peace. It's a place of rest in the Lord. 
is a place of impartation from God into our lives. It is a place where the bride is satisfied by the bridegroom. It is a place where God himself can express his great love for us, reassure us, comfort us, strengthen us, minister to us in our need, and love on us like nowhere else and no one else. It is a place where power and anointing and direction is imparted into our lives. You know, church, there is no other place like the secret place of God. It is a place where we can dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. That's what it says in verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What is a shadow? Shadow is formed by an object that blocks the rays of light, for example, that emanate from the sun. All right? If you and I sit in the sun all day, in the middle of the day, in the middle of summer, we will cook. So what do we do? We go find a place of shade. Animals do the same. In the, in the heat of the day, they go under a tree. They, 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 they hide away from the rays of the sun. That's what a shadow does for us. It protects us. For example, a tree that is exposed to the sun casts a shadow or a shade under its branches. And that shade protects the ground from dehydrating. It provides shelter to living creatures that would be cooked alive by the harmful rays of the sun if they were directly exposed. So when we dwell in God's secret place, the Bible says when we do that, What's happening? We are abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. Well, I wish I could preach on that. I don't have time to go in detail on this. But the shadow of the Almighty or the shade of the Almighty is his protection from harm. Protects you from harm. Nothing harmful can penetrate the shadow of the Almighty. Think about this. A place of a secret place means you position yourself under the shadow of the Almighty. And when you dwell under the shadow of the Almighty, not only are you protected from harm, but you become invisible to the enemy. Wow. He simply can't see you. He simply can't see you. You know, when you're under, under shade, the rays of the sun can't harm you. They can't find you. This amazing provision of God can only be experienced when we have a secret place for God where we meet regularly with him and have intimacy with him. In this season that we find ourselves on this earth, more than ever before, listen to me, this is a word from the Lord, more than ever before, I want to encourage you to cultivate this place of intimacy with God. It's a call from heaven. It's a call to the people of God. It's a call to say, now is the time. It is a call to say, position yourself, people of God. Now is the time. Don't wait for tomorrow because it may be too late. Now is the time. This world is getting more and more evil. If you open, if you watch what's going on around the world, it's chaos in more ways than one. But the church has been given an opportunity 
to be protected from this chaos. And that's the secret place of God. The place of intimacy with God. I want to end, as you've been listening to this, I want you to declare this with me. That same verse that we started, Psalm 91, verse 1. Say it with me. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Say it again. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Say it one more time. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord for his word. Hallelujah.